Good morning, friends. Today is Wednesday. It is the 30th of September, 2020, last day of the fiscal year. Our readings for today are Psalm 101, 109, 1 through 4, and 20 through 30, Hosea 4, 11 through 19, Acts 21, 15 through 26, and the Gospel of Luke chapter 5, verses 27 through 39. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our heavenly creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence, and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise, and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God is the rock of our salvation. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it. And your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God is the rock of our salvation. Oh, come, let us worship. Psalm 101 I will sing. Of loyalty and of justice. To you, O God, I will sing. I will study the way that is blameless. When shall I attain it? I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes anything that is base. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. Perverseness of heart shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. One who secretly slanders a neighbor I will destroy. A haughty look and an arrogant heart I will not tolerate. 
I will look with favor on the faithful in the land, so that they may live with me. Whoever walks in the way that is blameless shall minister to me. No one who practices deceit, de- <laughs> sorry, no one who practices deceit shall remain in my house. No one who utters lies shall come into my shall continue in my presence. Morning by morning, I will destroy all the wicked in the land, cutting off all evildoers from the city of God. Psalm 109, verses 1 through 4 and 20 through 30. Do not be silent, O God of my praise, for wicked and deceitful mouths are opened against me, speaking against me with lying tongues. They beset me with words of hate and attack me without cause. In return for my love, they accuse me, even while I make prayer for them. May that be the reward of my accusers from God, of those who speak evil against my life. But you, O my God, act on my behalf for your name's sake, because your steadfast love is good. Deliver me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is pierced within me. I am gone like a shadow at evening. I am shaken off like a locust. My knees are weak through fasting. My body has become gaunt. I am an object of scorn to my accusers. When they see me, they shake their heads. Help me, O my God. Save me according to your steadfast love. Let them know that this is your hand. You, O God, have done it. Let them curse, but you will bless. Let my assailants be put to shame. May your servant be glad. May my accusers be clothed with dishonor. May they be wrapped in their own shame as in a mantle. With my mouth I will give great thanks to God. I will praise God in the midst of the throng. For God stands at the right hand of the needy to save them from those who would condemn them to death. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Hosea, chapter 4, verses 11 through 19. Whoredom. Wine and new wine take away the understanding. My people consult a piece of wood, and their divining rod gives them oracles. For a spirit of whoredom has led them astray, and they have played the whore forsaking their God. They sacrifice on the tops of the mountains and make offerings upon the hills under oak, poplar, and terebinth because their shade is good. Therefore, your daughters play the whore and your daughters-in-law commit adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they play the whore nor your daughters-in-law when they commit adultery for the men themselves go aside with whores and sacrifice with temple prostitutes. Thus, a people without understanding comes to ruin. Though you play the whore, O Israel, do not let Judah become guilty. Do not enter into Gilgal or go up to Beth-Avon, and do not swear as God lives. Like a stubborn heifer, Israel is stubborn. Can God now feed them like a lamb in broad pasture? Ephraim is joined to idols, 
let him alone. When their drinking is ended, they indulge in sexual orgies. They love lewdness more than their glory. A wind has wrapped them in its wings, and they shall be ashamed because of their altars. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle H, a song of Hosea. Come, let us return to our God, who has torn us and will heal us. God has struck us and will bind up our wounds. After two days revive us, on the third day restore us, that in God's presence we may live. Let us humble ourselves, let us strive to know God, whose justice dawns like morning light. It's dawning as sure as the sunrise. God's justice will come to us like a shower, like spring rains that water the earth. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is, n- is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Acts chapter 21, verses 15 through 26. After these days, we got ready and started to go up to Jerusalem. Some of the disciples from Caesarea also came along and brought us to the house of Manasseh of Cyprus, an early disciple with whom we were to stay. When we arrived in Jerusalem, the brothers welcomed us warmly. The next day, Paul went with us to visit James, and all the elders were present. After greeting them, he related one by one the things that God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. When they heard it, they praised God. Then they said to him, You see, brother, how many thousands of believers there are among the Jews, and they are all zealous for the law. They have been told about you that you teach all the Jews living among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, and that you tell them not to circumcise their children or observe the customs. What then is to be done? They will certainly hear that you have come. So do what we tell you. We have four men who are under a vow. Join these men. Go through the rite of purification with them and pay for the shaving of their heads. Thus all will know that there is nothing in what they have been told about you, but that you yourself observe and guard the law. But as for the Gentiles who have come believer, who have become believers, we have sent a letter with our judgment that they should abstain what has been sacrificed to idols and from blood and from what is strangled and from fornication. Then Paul took the men, and the next day, having purified himself, he entered the temple with them, making public the completion of the days of purification when the sacrifice would be made for each of them. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle P, a song of the Spirit. Behold, I am coming soon, says God and bringing my reward with me to give to everyone according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who do God's commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter the city through the gates. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to you with this testimony for all the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David. I am the bright morning star. Come, say the Spirit and the Bride. Come, let each hero reply. Come forward, you who are thirsty. Let those who desire take the water of life as a gift. Praise to the Holy and Undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever.
The Holy Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 5, verses 27 through 39. When Jesus perceived their questionings, he answered them, Why do you raise such questions in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven you, or to say stand up and walk? But so that you may know that the incarnate has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the one who was paralyzed, I say to you, stand up and take your bed and go to your home. Immediately he stood up before them, took what he had been lying on, and went to his home, glorifying God. Amazement seized all of them, and they glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen strange things today. After this, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi gave a great banquet for him in his house, and there was a large crowd of tax collectors and others sitting at the table with them. The Pharisees and their scribes were complaining to his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Then they said to him, John's disciples, like the disciples of the Pharisees, frequently fast and pray, but your disciples eat and drink. Jesus said to them, You cannot make wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them, can you? The days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast in those days. He also told them a parable. No one tears a piece from a new garment and sews it on an old garment. Otherwise, the new will be torn, and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins and will be spilled, and the skins will be destroyed. But new wine must be put into fresh wineskins. And no one, after drinking old wine, desires new wine, but says, The old is good. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. I have just a few thoughts on our readings today, my friends. Um, I think that in order to not be adulterous to, to continue the metaphor of our Hebrew scripture today, and it is just that, a metaphor, we must fix our eyes instead of in the lowliest place that, well, <laughs> that, I feel like I can't say anything right this morning, but we've got to fix our eyes instead of on the yuck and the bad and the negative and the fearful. Instead, we have to fix our eyes up on Christ and what God has for us, the future that God has for us. I think we get really stuck. You've heard me talked before it's kind of like riding a bike you look at what you I mean you move towards what you're looking at and if we're completely transfixed whether it's in a negative or positive way with something that leads us away from God something that distracts us from God then we necessarily move in that direction 
So I think it's really important to recenter and to refocus ourselves and to continue to ask ourselves this question. Does this bring me closer to God and to the experience of God's love? Or does it lead me further away? It is possible, even desirable, to follow Christ and maintain our individual culture. I, I shouldn't say maintain, but like, um, I guess what I'm trying to get out is in our epistle reading, talking about the Jews and the Gentiles and following the um, Mosaic law or giving a judgment, in other words, like a ruling that was different for the Gentiles um, with less restrictive guidelines for food. Um, I think that, that this is the way. It's not that there is only one flavor of Christian. Friends, Christians are not all white, middle-class people nor should they be. And when people become Christian, we shouldn't expect them to start living and acting like white middle-class people. We've got to get down to the bones of what it means to be Christian. And what it means to be Christian is, is to act out of love, to receive the love of God and to let that love shine and speak in our own lives. And quite frankly, we're doing a sorry job of it lately. We do all this outward wanting to fit people into our mold. And that's just not it. People's lives and background and context are their lives and background and context. And yes, many things change. When we meet Christ, you know, in our gospel reading, we have the parable about not getting too comfortable with the old because we are going to be made completely new in our journey and following Christ. But understanding that there's a time, there's a time for fasting and there's a time for celebration. There's a time for drinking the wine and there is a time for abstaining. And in everything, let we be, let we be led by Christ, just like the tax collector did. Let us drop everything and follow Christ. And Christ will show us what we take with us and what we leave behind. The tax collector, for example, obviously still had the means and the position to throw a huge banquet and he did so and Christ came and sat at his table. God doesn't expect our life as followers of Christ, our living testimony as co-creators with Christ to all look the same. There's no formula. And if you think that you're perfect, that you know everything, that you've got the formula down and you must do this and not do that, and then you will be saved in Christian, then you, need, you leave no room for Christ to show you, to show you something new. So may we all leave room for Christ to show us something new to transform us into someone new. May we honor our differences and celebrate our life stories and make space for ourselves and for each other to grow into the people that God is making us to be. Amen.
Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Let us use suffrages set A, which begin on page 97. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O God, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. God, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, Sovereign Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning. Drive far from us all wrong desires. Incline our hearts to keep your law. And guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Using the prayer of St. Francis as our prayer for mission. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions excuse me, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us, be with us all evermore. Amen. 
We live without fear for our creator has made us holy, has always protected us and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go in peace to follow the good road and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.